thousand miles with that yank hard yesterday, Skip. I be on these miles of hen dog, and now y'all got problems with me. That, Let uh... me celebrate. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Let's get the show started. Damn it. Yo. Oh, wow. What y'all know about this? A lot. That's my mood. I hope that's y'all mood. Happy Monday, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jump R.I.P. Pimp C. Let the guys speak. Every night, I keep my mind on my money, nigga. Fuck the fame. Big face hunters, keeping the game. Hitting the corner in the candy thing. Sitting on lips. And it's your boy, Young C. Good weed, good drink, big money. Hey! I used to run this song back, 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 back. Hey! I don't know, I kinda got let when I came in the dope, I said it before. I, I got let one more verse. I, no I never pull up with less than a folk. And I smoke cigars, it ain't just for the show. I'm bliss from the dope. And no one for my sit out. I send a nigga baby mama home with a spit out. You got a favorite UGK song? No favorite UGK song. What the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> I get my show notes ready. <laughs> it look like it like the uh it like TNT in this bitch. <laughs> Happy Monday, it's your boy DJ Envy. I'm here in the building with Angela <laughs> Yee and Charlamagne. <laughs> oh man, when your idols become your rivals. I'm playing, man. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy Jumpman Jones. And you're live beside episode 43 of the Kickin' Shit Podcast. I am joined here with my illustrious crew, Holland of Jukebox. Yo, what's going on, world, man? I missed y'all. I feel like I gotta start talking to the uh, the listeners at least twice a week. I'm working on that though. We, oh. got, we got some content. You talking about uh, Instagram wise? Just any, any kind of way. Anytime. They can talk to you on Twitter. They I don't want to reach out. They, they can talk, talk to, you to me Twitter. on Twitter, but you know, some people scared, man. It's hard to shoot your shot in 2019. Bullying is real. And as always, we got the lovely, talented, the the the, the beautiful, and the busty, Miss Nikki. How you doing? How you doing? You see Nikki's outfit last night? She looking good, wasn't she? And <laughs> silence. That's what I got to deal with. Thanks, Johnny. You know, that's like she trying to catch a body tonight. And then we showed up to Twin Peaks and niggas had to make America great. Great hat <laughs> he on. did have a bag of hat on. I was on. like, oh shit, a nigga really got a hat on. This is my first time in public seeing a nigga rock that shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that nigga I've asked, been sheltered. That nigga asked me that question and shot me them eyes. Like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and you still said nothing. <laughs> I didn't know where that came from. What'd you think, from. man? Scale to one to ten. One to ten? Get I get right. an outfit of four, man. See you better. <laughs> what, you man? Know, one, is good, one is bad. <laughs> one is ten. I is said good. four. Is the best. Yeah, it's not going to change. That's a little answer. less than I. Uh, That's it's a little not less than I. Change his answer. Oh, man. Shit, man. That's. You make it. How, how was your week? You come in here talking <laughs> to me crazy. How was your week? Oh man, it was a good week, man. You know, working out, man. Working on myself. Passion, purpose, twenty nineteen. Still, man, going you look strong. great, man. You finally you want to tell people where you at? Oh now? yeah, so you know, wait, myself, I was one ninety nine. That's what I'm saying. 
Shout out to everybody that's on their fitness shit this everybody year. Everybody out there on their shit together. Shit. I was reading an article and I didn't get to finish reading it. It said that people are moving away from diets and they're just eating because I think people are starting to learn the correct ways and foods to eat. That's true. So instead of doing a diet, something that won't last long, they're trying to find a healthy lifestyle that suits them. So yeah. everybody out there trying to find a healthy lifestyle that suits you, man. I want to shout you out because it's not easy. It is tough. Yep. Shout out to my cousin, Corey, man. Another personal trainer in the area. He, I was talking to him yesterday about nutrition at his house warming. And uh, niggas is really doing their research, man. Yeah. And they really out here trying to help their friends, trying to help their family. Um, so that's good, man. People I think in our really community, care about man, we we seen a lot of our parents just not and grandparents. Know, yeah, grand, especially our everybody grandparents, grandparents had diabetes, diabetes. High blood pressure, <laughs> yeah. everybody. And I, and I, th- I don't, I don't know, tr- I don't, I don't really want to attribute that to the way they eat. I want to just say the times changed, mm-hmm. and when the times changed, the food changed, and so preparing meals the way our parents prepared those meals with the way, like butter back then was probably butter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but you know, natural butter. Now yeah. it's now it's not butter. Yeah. we don't like it's it's something reminiscent of, but it ain't. <laughs> yeah. So now you Mass put a chemical that butter in your body. Substitute. Yeah. Spread. And yeah. then and then the oversaturation of sugar. I don't think people realize like high fructose corn syrup is and everything. Yeah. So f- they went from a time of using actual when we when we go to the store now you see organic sugar in your shit. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to be a, a plus. Back then, if something was, if they used sugar in something, they used real sugar, and I think that was better than this. Yeah, because corn high, syrup didn't come out to fructose. the 80s. I think it was just crazy. Yes, and then they just, yeah, yo, this is the substitute. Everything, and that's how you save. That's how, I mean, of course, that's how corporations save uh, money by substituting things, and that's how they can maximize on their dollar. Yep. So, Miss um, Nikki, everything good with you? How was your week? That was great. I took a field trip. With uh, my kids, <laughs> it was great. What was it now? <laughs> I mean, some of these kids they they get to see stuff that they'll never actually get another opportunity to see. Yeah, that's true. A lot of kids don't get to go to museums nowadays, so that was fun. All right. Um, before we dive into the headlines, I do want to shout out everybody who checked out episode forty-two. We appreciate that. Um, thank you for all the uh, comments, the likes, the love. Continue to listen. Listen, this is your first time checking this show out, man. I hope you enjoy it. Right now, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't subscribed or if you want to wait to the end and see if there's something you want to subscribe to, just wait to the end. But I think you're going to enjoy the ride. Uh, other than that, man, visit our website, kickashit.com. Hit the banner at the top, rent you a movie from Voodoo, and order you some condoms and protect yourself because AIDS does still exist. Mm. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I read an article the other day. Sorry, we got to get into this. Go ahead. Uh, I actually read it a while ago, but I saw it. I saved it in my phone because I never finished it. It was about how STD rates actually rose last year, and it was like the first time that they rose in like a, a decade. I, I, like they had been going down, but now they're starting to creep back up. They got a new gonorrhea out. Yes. A okay. new so type. So yeah, this is the it's thing. An incurable gonorrhea. This is something I've been um, oh. hearing a lot of. I have a friend that actually works with uh, women in the OBGYN or whatever. And she talks about how she sees these diseases on a daily basis. Um, I, I think it's intriguing because I think that we, we've moved away from a culture that really promotes safe sex. Mm-hmm. And I think nowadays nobody's getting educated on safe sex. And a lot of people just want to have pr- unprotected true. sex. Like, I, I, I talk to a lot of people. Like, they have, they just do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck it, we just do it raw because the super gonorrhea is around because of that mindset. Like, all right, I got gonorrhea. You That's go. What it's called? You yeah. get it. Yes. Yeah. Cause you go, you get a shot, 
and That's it's gone. A great name for it. You you go and you get a shot and it's gone. Right. Um, the first story I read about uh super gonorrhea, mm-hmm. there was a guy in New York who would sleep with women. He would get you know whatever he he'll contract whatever, go get a shot, and then be right back he, at. He had it. developed an immunity, and to so it. he he started to develop the immunity to these Ooh. shots. And then every time the gonorrhea came back, he came back stronger and stronger. And the article was written from his point of view, and he said, "Oh." The last time he went, they had to put a big-ass needle in him. And that's when he paused and said, whoa, what's going on? You know, I've had this before. What's going on? And they're like, hey, you know, you've contracted a different strand. It's like it's coming back, and it's getting stronger and stronger because you come, you, you get it. Yeah, like kill your body it, and not, then, yeah, you're yeah. like, this ain't going to do nothing no D- more. Yeah, so now it's it's just recreating itself, making itself stronger and stronger. So people, please protect yourself while you're out so there living that. your life. That is crazy, Understand man. Understand some of these diseases are curable, quick. Quick visit and you right back in the streets, but yeah, protect yourself. Get y'all some one fucking condoms, man. Wrap Please that thing do. up. That is trust me, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's crazy. But you, you said something about education. Pay the copay. And the crazy thing is, we used to watch a lot of MTV Feet. and it would be on their commercials. Now kids ain't watching TV; they streaming. So now the Trojan and these like condom people need to. Put I think it is on the. That's a good idea. That is yeah, a good put idea. it on YouTube, like uh, Hulu and shit like that. That's where you need to be pushing your commercials. But yeah, so but so you can push that have message. Yeah. Issues with that because then they're like, oh, well, you're telling my kid to have sex now. That's the thing, and that's the issue. Somebody is that gotta they do think that you they're too young to be learning. I think at the end of the day, has a corporation. Period. I can't be worried about what Twitter's going to say. Yeah, you it, really can't protect yourself. And no, I'm not. You need to be telling your kid what to do. I'm just telling exactly. your kid if you choose to do, purchase my brand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we all got to be responsible about it, man. Everybody, corporations, humans, parents, kids. Everybody. Yeah, baby. <laughs> all right, man. We're gonna dive. <laughs> that was heavy. Let's dive into <laughs> headlines. Where we at? Uh. Hey! Hi, my name is Jumpman Jones, and you're live inside Channel KSP News. We cover all the dirty facts of politics. This week, still in Washington, he didn't get out last week. It seems like there were some uh, brown people having a very large protest and prohibited my man. Jukebox Jonathan from getting out of that situation. So we're live with Jukebox Jonathan again this week, trying to get uh, uh, a roundup of what happened. I know you were courtside at the the uh, uh, seat side at the Michael Corrin hearing and um, some other things you ran into. So I, I'm going to kick it to you now. Can you hear me? I am here. You are correct. I was courtside at the uh, Michael Cohen hearing. All right. It was some deep shit. Okay. I had to go to stadium afterwards. Now, it was a lot of shit he told us <laughs> that I already knew. Um. But if, if for the people who don't know what he told us that we already knew, can you tell us what we already knew and tell us what we just learned? All right, <laughs> let me code switch really quick. Uh, it's your boy Jukebox. Yeah, what up, nigga? <laughs> Michael Cohen, uh, you know Trump's form, uh, the, the former lawyer for the Trump administration. Well, not Trump his administration. Trump, whatever the Kelly calls his organization. Um, he testified before Congress this week. It was some deep stuff. Mm. Um. Basically, he was in the rap world snitching on his former employer. <laughs> um, and we learned a lot about Trump. But like, like you said, a lot of people already knew about this. Uh, one thing that really stuck out was he you know, mentioned Trump's racism and how when they were in, pri- in private, how Trump would say some things about black people and Spanish people. <laughs> Um, and like you said, we always, you know, called him out on racism, but when it's blatant like that, 
sometimes that's when people realize, like, all right, this motherfucker is racist. <laughs> like, the people that need it convincing, they should be convinced now. So white America is now convinced. Yeah, hopefully. Apparently, one of the things he said, they were driving around in uh, a neighborhood, like an Chicago. urban neighborhood. Yeah, and uh, Trump was like, um, only black people can live in places like this. Oh, wow. Nervous. Yeah. That is crazy, right? That is. That, no, that, that, that is real wild, but it's not far-fetched. I mean. Yeah. It's it's just not far fetched. I'm gonna let you continue. I don't even want to dive in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but the crazy thing is now the new Congress that we have, they some animal, they some dogs. Like the Democrats is winning right now. They got all these young women in Congress and uh, people of color in Congress over the last elections, and they like they turning the government on this other side right now, man. It's it's really cool to watch. Um, if you're into politics and shit like that, it's really cool to watch to see how like just this new mo- women's movement is changing politics. Um, they were like just grilling, grilling white men on their bullshit, which is crazy. I still don't think Trump's like. I still don't think none of this like ever affects. Oh, Trump, this president. I the one of the, one of my takeaways from what I was hearing, and the biggest takeaway from what I was hearing is when Michael Cohen was letting you know like when he has to leave office, he won't go peacefully. I, I think yeah. that's, I think that's something people are like, I don't know, sliding over. Like he don't have the power to do it. Cause I mean, is the, there's money and there's power. He's got the money already. Now he's got the power. When you say not go peacefully, I don't think anybody like when I heard that being said. I'm like, what does that mean? Not go peacefully? Because you let somebody in the office who is definitely. I feel like not gonna keep no secrets on the other end of being in that office. So if there's that any if there's anything going on in the government that they may not want to get out, he'd be the guy to tell it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he mean when he say not go peacefully. I think it'll be a lot of secrets being given out, mm-hmm. a lot of things being told. Hell, it's probably a lot of deals being made under the table right now. That's a deep take. I mean, him and Kim Jong, they they real tight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. He got this nigga. He's uh, my one friend. Of the he's my that, friend. I listen to the news every morning. I know they were talking about he's considering. Uh, they're trying to get uh, North Korea to consider becoming more capitalist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to, to make uh, revenue now. Big business over there. Potential big business. Yes. So I mean, with that Imagine being, you got people living poor, and then you could come over to a country with your corporation and say, "All right, we're gonna give everybody that work in this uh, warehouse ten dollars an hour." They're gonna be like, "Oh shit!" So and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is, what what is he telling this guy? Like, yeah. what, what what are y'all? What are you two on? What are you two niggas on over there? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's it's, I, it's 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 telling. Yeah, it really is. Um, and then in, also in politics, um. There was an anti-Muslim poster over the weekend at a convention in West Virginia, a political convention in West Virginia, hosted by um, the Republicans of West Virginia. And there was a booth there that had a poster of, um, let me see if I can spell her, uh, say her name right. I think it's uh, Ilhan Omar. I think I said that yep. right. Yep. <laughs> so basically she is a Muslim congresswoman. Um, and there was a poster there, um, at the top of it, it had a picture of nine 11, the uh, planes going into the buildings and, uh, it said, never forget you said, and then at the bottom, it had a picture of, uh, Congresswoman Omar and it said, you forgot. That is ridiculous. Unnecessary. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But it's West Virginia. What can you expect? I'm about to say this is West Virginia. Uh. Yeah. People still working coal mines. And then the thing is, when it got out, that's when people wanted to speak out about it. But y'all was walking around the convention all day. 
you know, and y'all saw that poster. Nobody it, thought to say, oh, that might be wrong. Is it the uh, joke on West Virginia is that they fucked their cousins? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got a lot of inbred mm. babies in uh, West Virginia. Ah, uh, that's the hill. Is that where the hills have eyes was shot at? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. The I'm not fucking sure. ingrate shit. Did, you, had, did y'all see the hills have eyes when that first came out? I was not in high school. Uh-huh. Motherfuckers came down looking crazy. Yeah, man. Ugh. Ugh, incest kids. All right, uh, you got anything else in the, in the realm of politics? Nah, man, I think that's it for politics, man. Touch uh-huh. on everything, I believe. I do want to talk about this story that uh, Nikki dug up. Um, so, Black Klansman, the movie, just got Spike Lee one of his first Oscars. Shout out, Spike Lee. Uh, shout out, Spike Lee. Which Black Klansman was, was based on a true story. Um, now I did watch the movie And I didn't take the time to go like Find the true story <laughs> Yeah But There's a story about a black man Who outsmarted the neo-Nazi group The white nationalists um, The man's name is, is A black man named James Hart Stern He's 54 And he's the new president of the National Socialist Movement So this guy is now the president of this movie A black man Um the crazy thing is he met so Stern met a guy in jail that he was in jail with named Jeff Seashop and Jeff signed over his powers to the black man to run the organization. He was the grand master. And let me see what's a good reading point. Jeff Six, he led a, uh, so he led the Detroit chapter, and they went over paperwork to change, um, to change things over. I think he was telling Cecil that he had his best interest in his heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they were talking about, um, because they were having issues with a lawsuit that was possibly coming from. And so he was saying, if I, if you sign it over to me, I can help you out with that Charlottesville lawsuit. Mm-hmm. So. This dummy signs over his rights And now this black man is over it And now he's going to make sure What happened in Charlottesville That these nationalist groups get uh, persecuted And he's also taking over their website To also offer education On Jewish history Damn <laughs> He's real serious Yeah. <laughs> uh, joke on you Like yeah, that shit's crazy Like how in the fuck You know I never take you got two type of like racists, and the ones who are gung ho, willing to die for the shit, are not the brightest ones. Mm-hmm. If you ever think about it, when you see it, it's just not the brightest ones. I feel like the Trump would be the brightest one, or David Duke is a bright one. Well, nah, not even him because he got fooled by your men's. Oh yeah, but it's just bright enough to just you know do some research. I don't know. Yeah, but that shit is stupid. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how they coexisting in this cell together over all this time, and how you done got bamboozled by a black man, the very man that you put in your uh, paraphernalia, who's not smart at all. He's outsmarted you. So I feel what you're saying. It's like it's like when you the hunter, but you uh, you getting out out 
tricked by the prey. Yes. Pretty much. <laughs> How the fuck does like, that uh, happen? Who was it? Elmer Fudd and uh, who Elmer Fudd? You saw uh, was that it, was it Bugs Bunny? It was, it was Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Bugs Bunny would always Bunny. get that nigga. He always got that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so this always. man got, got I, I, I was just, I read that story and I was like, yo, that's insane. So he's definitely, he's working on the Charlottesville thing, but the, I could imagine being like, Needing my nigger hating Jew hating inspiration, <laughs> oh, yeah, logging boy. on to the website want to kill yourself. and seeing like some Jewish Holocaust <laughs> shit. I be fucking KKK.com. <laughs> what the hell, <laughs> Dale? Get on the phone with Sam and see what the fuck's going on. It's like with their this version of the shade website. room. Uh, yeah. mad as hell. <laughs> the cape room. <laughs> <laughs> All these niggers and Jews on my goddamn computer. Niggas probably mad. At, well, not even call them niggas. White men are probably mad as hell on that website. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Jeff. That's like you go to fucking Walmart and they just selling Whole Foods products. You mad as shit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be out of money and shit, too. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's all I have for that. Um, that's interesting, man. That's a, that's a crazy story. Yeah, that is a crazy-ass story. I'm like, what the fuck? It's funny as hell. It's funny as shit, man. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Are you that stupid? I think there was a part in there where he told him having a black man would even help you guys as, you know, how people view you. Yeah. Like, duh, people view you correctly. You hate black people <laughs> and Jews. It's like, what the exactly, fuck? Exactly. Yeah. And gays. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> That's you guys. Niggas trying to get, a, you know, get across their platform. Exactly. Like, <laughs> hey. I'm trying to tell the world we're more than just racist. <laughs> we're more. <laughs> hey, man, we're more than that, man, you know? Yeah. I have a family. I like to do things. All right. <laughs> we like to take the children out hunting, community outreach, things I, like that. I tell them if it's brown, you shoot it, you know? <laughs> Anything brown. You just aim your gun and you shoot at that motherfucker. My granddad man. Always, always told me if it's brown, put it down. If son. it's brown, put it down. Put yeah, it down. yeah. Put the bullet right between his eyes. Yeah, boy. <laughs> That's so he don't come back to haunt you when you sleep. <laughs> Woo. All right. <laughs> Had to get Uh-oh. that racism up off my Yeah, heart. man. All right, man. We're sitting on my shoulders. Without further ado, let's take our dive into Hollywood. Hey, Hollywood. All right, man. I did not watch the Oscars. Oh, I watched them some. I so. didn't watch it either, but like I looked for. <laughs> Listen, the best hey, part she about guilty awarding... as shit. <laughs> she was like, you know she, she was like, I was in trouble. No, she was like, you know what? Like, I know. I, I know you're your ass don't rehearse for the school play, but you got a big <laughs> ass part. You get up there, your mom taking pictures and shit of you. And she, you like, uh, uh. <laughs> Come on, but baby. The thing, that's when you have it written on your hands. So you're ready to go. That's true. So the thing with the award shows is like it's. It's so ridiculous to be disappointed all the time. So now you just wait the next day to get all the recaps because I'm not going to sit here and waste my time watching the whole yeah, show I when thought, I know yeah, what's I not going to happen. It's at least six hours after your day because yeah. you start from the red carpet to the end so of the show. It's the at red least carpet six part I did watch because I do enjoy seeing everybody's fashion. That's a whole mm-hmm. other Anybody thing. had on Gucci? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because Gucci doesn't make any um, nice like evening gowns or anything. Oh, okay. Hey, can hit. we wear fake Gucci? Is that against the boycott? It's not like we supporting them. Well, yeah. Ain't they shit? Ooh, that's a good question. Can you write fake Gucci? Hey, man, can y'all yeah, tell us why you ran that shit already? I think, I think people have stopped. Yeah. All right, sorry. But anyway, so with the Oscars, um, like I said, I didn't want to w- uh, watch and be disappointed, and surely enough, uh, Black Panther did not win for Best Picture. Thank you. So that's really what everybody was It's not the for. fucking Best Picture, but I get it. I get the purpose. It was a good so movie. So you I think the that the Green Book was? Fuck no, man. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. You seen the so, Green Book? You ain't got to see it. 
the Here's review the thing about green black book. people telling me about the green book was uh-huh. good enough when black exactly. people tell you don't watch that shit you don't watch that and it was shit. another movie that everyone was always using the same term they were saying it's a white savior movie mm. it's a movie where their their white people end up being the savior they get to control the like, narrative they're the ones who are like see white people aren't so bad, bad yeah. like when you have to make movies like that it makes yeah. you not want to watch it and so that's why i've never made it even though i love mahershala so me too. Mershala is a jack of all trades. I saw some shit on Twitter. Yeah, right. He had a rap song out. What? He um, what the fuck else did he do? Ah, he man. does everything. I, I believe it. About that. Um, so yeah, people were not happy about the Green Book winning uh, Best Picture, but at least Mahershala won for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, he so did. he does get like a lot of credit for his acting ability, even though that he was in that movie. I think my favorite role of his was the one he did, that that um, that won a couple years back. The one I didn't want to watch the movie, but I watched Moonlight. The movie, Moonlight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he won for that. So too. he's yeah, I like now that. I like in two Moonlight. movies that both won Best Picture, and he got an Oscar for his role in that movie. Mm. So he's that like he is like Denzel level. But like, be better. What? And the reason I say this is. If you count the Oscars, if we count on the rings, he got more already. That's, but we can't do that. Then Denzel. He's not better than Denzel. I was going to say, I was like, that's where you're going, and I don't like yeah. that you're going he's there. He's not better mm-hmm. than Denzel, bro. We're not doing that. No, 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 no. He's definitively like, he's not. What makes not Denzel be- better than him, though? He'll tell you he's not better he's than Denzel. Denzel. Oh, out of respect. No, a lot of respect. Real nigga shit. You're not better than Denzel. body of work speaks for himself. Oh, it does. It does. But for him to get the recognition that he's getting right now you this early in his career fucking. compared to Denzel. Because Denzel also started his career at a time where they weren't giving black people I'm going to get credit. that mic. Mm. I'm going to get this podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to say All what right, I got to say. No, nah, you know, I respect Denzel. They used to call me Denzeli back in uh, high school because I look like Denzel and Nelly Yo, put together. Denzel. Denzeli. Mahershala over Denzel? Huh? I need to know what other people feel because I think you stand fact, I got alone. introduced to That's that nigga. I got can't introduced to him statement. on House of Cards. He was great yes. on. He was he was great on House of Cards. He but come so on, he's great at everything. Denzel, name his Malcolm X. What's his Malcolm Ooh. X right now? All right. He don't have a Malcolm X right now. Uh, I, I, I know. Okay. I just wanted you to try to pull some shit out your ass. So what? Kobe has an eighty-one point game, but is he better than Jordan? We talking about acting. That's okay, but I got to compare it to something people oh, can relate wow. to. <laughs> I got to compare it to what's that. People get real sensitive when you start talking about, like, Jordan and LeBron or even Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, throw Kobe oh, in the We're not doing this right now. Because Malcolm X is an 81-point game. We could go on, much. like, a nice rabbit. Like, <laughs> on that rabbit bro, hole, man. I don't fuck with you, bro. Ooh, I don't fuck with you. You, you right. be talking about what it is, man. That's what's wrong with America. We can't make bold statements. I'm going to let you get Kobe better, nigga. Crazy <laughs> is totally different than both. <laughs> but um, I like to just focus on the culture, and so I just wanted to give props to all the people that won. Ruth Carter, she is that woman. She has been doing costume design for probably every black movie you could ever imagine. Mm. She finally got her Oscar, and she was the first black woman to get for costume Ruth design. Carter. That's dope. Ruth Carter. See? She she probably had a hand in it. And she's done almost all of Spike Lee's movies, mm-hmm. if not all of them. She's probably tired And she's hell. finally getting her credit <laughs> after all these years. She's like, fuck, another Medea movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I still got the dress from the last one. I got you. Uh, but Black Panther did win. They won for costume design and production design. And as they were winning those awards, you could kind of tell that they're giving all these other awards to Black Panther. So you kind of knew that they weren't going to give Best Picture. Yeah. So that's what happened. But then also Regina King... Oh, like yeah. my new my new like absolute favorite. It wasn't the okay. best picture. 
Shout out to Regina King. I love it. I really gonna stand on that hard Black Panther. I bet your ass beat up for Black Panther too. Opening night. Come yeah. on, I love Marvel. <laughs> like, I got to. And no, I'm not going open night just because you said I wait two weeks. They did wait win for weeks. also original score. So the music in Black Panther was dope. So, like I said, they keep giving them all these awards, but they're not yeah. going to let a Marvel movie. Thank you. A all black movie uh, win. Oh, so you're more focused on the fact that it was you a comic niggers, book movie. You niggers in your all black movies, all right? <laughs> Tired of it. Hey, we just want and representation. And then um, Spike Lee won. <laughs> yeah, Spike yeah, Lee won. For adapted screenplay. Spike. And that's crazy. How was that his movies? first, right? That was yep. his first, and it's crazy how many movies he's Bananas. done for him to not get recognized until yeah. he does a. I don't know if this is a true about He honestly should have got the Oscar. But for they said it's the fiftieth, the third time that he's been nominated for something. And I believe that. And he finally won something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And he had to do a movie about a black man infiltrating the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it actually happened in real life. When he's put out so much good work that makes you like actually think and he takes a lot of political stances yeah. and they're just like nope well I mean and he funds these movies your, pro- himself, your yeah. political stances is usually pro black so that's what I mean and yeah, so they're usually. like nope but he definitely should have got it for she hate me Oh, <laughs> he should have got a fucking Oscar for that shit. That shit. If you guys haven't seen, she had no BET award for that. Go watch she. Does yeah, Spike he Lee have any BET? Damn, does Spike Lee have any BET award? Let me find out BET disrespected Spike too. Oh. Look, we need to find out. That's because Spike ain't industry man. That's why. Nah, they, that's not. why they hate him. He not. That's why. He got because he, he know if he's like if he go with like a big studio like a Universal or something that they're gonna mold his movie. To yeah, the way to what they, they want him to be. Yeah. So he's like, I just fund the shit itself. If I'm not mistaken, Black Klansman was crowdfunded. Uh yeah, oh, wow. yeah he crowd he crowdfunds his movie. Yes, that's okay. something he does. He said he's been crowdfunding movies. Not that it matters, but Tyler Perry pays for all of his movies, and he's never gotten nominated by anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and Tyler Perry doesn't really. But he also puts out a different type of movie. Yeah, I think Tyler Perry should have been nominated for the uh the family that prays. Yeah, that because was that movie oh, was yes, written. That, movie, is so that movie was written so well that I didn't even know that was his. Exactly. I just thought he was acting in it. I didn't know he wrote it. I was like, oh, this yours. You, yes. Like you could do something else. Yeah, exactly. So like yeah. when he showed me his palette, I was like, yo. <laughs> but yo, uh, thank you for that Oscars roundup, Miss Nick. Yeah, there's There shouldn't be first, but <laughs> we're still having first. Oh yeah. Well and we'll continue to have first. Yes. When the last time you done something for the first time. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's an interesting thought. <laughs> Y'all niggas stupid. Um so um, let's get into R. Kelly made bail this week. He didn't even pay for it. All right, nigga broke. R. Kelly made bail this week, and um, he was bailed out by a young woman. Can somebody get her name for me, nigga? Can you get her name for me? The young lady, though, I don't have her name right now. I have it in a minute. Works for a what was it? Daycare, childcare place. She owns one. She owns a childcare place. Mm-hmm. Um, she's said to believe be a friend, and um, she bailed him out. Posted a hundred thousand dollars of his million dollar bill because when you go to jail, you only really need ten percent of it to get out. And my man Robert got out of jail and went to the McDonald's. He was swiping little girls from, and people came out and took pictures and showed support. There's a lot of people who support Robert Kelly, Drake, Dad. Oh, real. Yeah? <laughs> Aubrey? I, think, I didn't read it. Oh, no, Dennis Disgram. Yeah, I didn't read it, <laughs> but I think he's in support of, of R. Kelly right now. Oh, I got the correct information. All right. So, 
Her name is Valencia Love. Hey. And she is actually the owner of Island Restaurant. Oh, so she don't own a child care center? It says she owns a restaurant. Oh. Ooh. God damn. She Twitter. called R. Kelly a friend. And She's she, 40, right? 42, somewhere there? She's somewhere a, in that age. But people are blasting her. And since she owns a restaurant, she's 52. Uh, and so since she that. owns a restaurant on Yelp, in. they are Mm-mm-mm. blasting her with bad reviews. I mean, can, we can't kill somebody for who they support. Yeah, especially if that's your friend. I mean, if that's your friend, that's your friend. I, I'm not going to kill you for Bell and Jack. I mean, if you didn't bail R. Kelly out, R. Kelly would have made Bell. It's R. Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I apologize. Yep. She's 47. R. Kelly is 52. That's Auction, auction something <laughs> off, lease something off. R. Kelly makes Bell regardless. Um, a that lot is of true. hundred grand. What could he sell right now, though? He couldn't sell anything because people are not fucking with him. He probably mm-hmm. owns something of value that he could sell to make mm-hmm. make the bill. In which he keeps all those something. girls trapped. I mean, <sighs> then you gotta have to move them somewhere. He's gonna put them in a public not even that. I mean, storage. he has platinum plaques that he could sell to make a hundred grand. You know what I'm saying? These guys have memorabilia yeah, that's worth money. Yeah, but not saying thing, he like, would. But I mean, that's something you say, he like, could go to them off. Yes. It's not. I mean, You're people who wants an R. Kelly plaque right the now. The reaction from the somebody, mm, somebody. I, I'll take it, nigga. It's Valencia platinum. Love would have bought it. Oh, nigga, yeah. I would buy it. It's platinum. It's a platinum plaque for what? I believe I could fly. Gotta be like like owning something like that. Doesn't is, necessarily mean that you support him. No, not well, well. Well, a lot of times, just owning like you might own art from an artist who did trashy shit. But the did. values in the art, you know, the values in the piece that you're purchasing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I, I. I I, like I said, I don't listen to R. Kelly as it is, but I mean, imagine having I believe I could fly up on your wall. I don't give a fuck how many fourteen year olds he fucked. Yeah. Niggas gonna come in your house like, yo, how you get that plaque? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how you get that? Feeling on your booty? So I mean, double platinum. The internet tried to roast this young lady. I'm not gonna roast this young lady. That's your friend. That's your friend. You, you know? Oh yeah. If you would go support down your niggas, stupid. I would. I would support you. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I but mean, you gotta, you gotta support your niggas. Only because you. Yeah. It's like I'm not supporting what you did, but I'm supporting a friend in a time of need. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you, man. So I don't blame her for doing that. No, I don't blame her for doing that at Hitler all. Hitler had friends. Exactly. I mean, a lot of us are about to shoot. Listen. Tonight is airing Leaving Neverland. Oh, yeah. You know how much bail, whether we have concrete evidence or bullshit evidence, niggas is going to shoot <laughs> Michael Jackson? And oh, if yeah. Michael Jackson was to actually be proven to have molested kids, you know how many millions of people would have got him out of jail? Like, oh, he was yeah. that loved people by people. So, yeah, I mean, I can't hate you for who you love. You know, I'm not yeah. into the whole, ah, you fuck with R. Kelly, I ain't fucking with Thing you. thing is, though, with Twitter, though. Oh, Twitter's sad. Twitter would fuck it up because, like, Twitter... Twitter would tell make people denounce Michael Jackson at this time. Oh, like, you get yeah yeah. yeah uh, what's you, your boy's name? He did all his records. Uh, they had a documentary on Netflix. Ah, no 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 no. Is it Barry Quincy, Quincy Jones? Quincy Jones. Quincy, Quincy Jones. Jones. Yes. Quincy Jones, man. Let's say Quincy Jones. Like let's say the shit came out about Michael Jackson today in this age. Twitter would force Quincy Jones to denounce Michael Jackson. Quincy had yeah. Twitter the internet forced Quincy Jones to walk back his interview he gave. I think it was early last year. He mm-hmm. was telling a lot of truths. He was talking about Marlon Brando being oh, gay. Yeah. He he had told a lot of things, and then he comes out. Eighty-three old man apologizing. Come on, that ain't even real. <laughs> yeah, saying this old people never apologize for, for shit. shit. So <laughs> if they can make an eighty-three year old man apologize, yeah, you definitely it's can, back in my day. This how it was. You can definitely, y'all. yeah. It's even hard to get your grandma to take a picture at Thanksgiving. <laughs> that motherfucker be mad. They ain't taking no goddamn picture. picture. Y'all got one got fucking picture. picture. So yep, get ready, get one shot, and tell me where you want me to stand. <laughs> That's how grandmas are. Hi, 
nah, boy. Shit, my mom is in that age bracket. So it's like, <laughs> she don't apologize for shit. She just like, huh? No, yeah. So, I mean, shit. Listen, R. Kelly's out. He's on these streets. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, this week, in, in, in more Hollywood news, man, uh, let's get into it, man. <sighs> I did not want to watch a Red Table Talk. Uh, with Jordan Woods, but <laughs> I was looking, and at the time I was watching, seventy nine thousand people were watching. So I was just, damn. This week was it was a slow week, man. It was it was so slow this week. Uh, <laughs> seventy nine thousand people that had. Come on, man. They had shit else to do. Kardashians make the world go round, bro. Oh, I, I'll admit it. I'm not scared to admit it. Y'all y'all can be <laughs> hot in y'all feelings, but I know how it is. They make the world go round. Yeah, you look real comfortable sucking on that goddamn mint, nigga. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Listen, man. First of all, very beautiful young lady. She's twenty one. Yeah, or twenty. She's yeah, twenty one. How old is Tristan? Tristan twenty seven. Tristan is twenty seven, so it's well within his rights to want to slide up and join. Um, so give give me takeaways. Red Table Talk. Um, Jordan Woods, who is the daughter of a sound director that worked on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air from its inception to its end, um, best friends with uh, Will Smith, the guy who worked on it. I don't have his name. I can get his name. I don't have his name, but Jordan Woods is his daughter and goddaughter to Will Smith and Jada Smith. And through Jaden, she met Kylie. And that's how they are friends. And Jordan Woods presumably um, was said to have had sex with. Basketball player Tristan Thompson, two-time NBA champion. Uh, Tristan, <laughs> no, is that two-time? One-time. One-time one NBA, time champion, NBA champion. champion. Uh, Tristan Thompson. Um, Stop, Tristan. And she went to talk to her godmother to tell her side of the story. Yeah. Well, here we go. All right, let's do it. So I was watching that shit, um, and the because the, I was like, all right. It was like they were purposely not saying if she had sex with him until the end. Like, they wanted you to watch the whole thing. So I'm listening Did she to ask it in the beginning? I thought it. she asked in the beginning. She acts like 15 or 16 minutes in. Okay, okay. Because uh, basically you wanted her to recap the story and the background and everything. Okay, stop there. That story, typical shit, right? Yeah, I was, with your I was putting myself at that party the whole time. Okay, me too. I was like, all right, yeah, mm-hmm. you out. We at the club. You know what I'm saying? Damn, shit about to close it too. Yeah. I In Charlotte, I think we either go to the strip club. Or yeah, you try to find a nigga crib who got more liquor and keep it keep it going yeah, if you partying exactly. like that. So shit, who crib can we go to? We go to the Waffle House, you know, we in the South. So I was feeling her. I was like, yeah, you in there <laughs> doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, yeah. we go. We better go do some coke, nigga. Let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I, I can tell you why they ain't want to cut you off. I, <laughs> I want the listeners to know. Like. <laughs> so I guess what happened, I guess I'll tell her story a little bit. So they were all hanging out. <laughs> She heard that they were, they were trying to figure out what to do. She said, L.A. Times. <laughs> this is what people in L.A. do. So she heard about the house party. Well, and they like, let's go over there. She's like, oh, that's Tristan's house. Let's go over there. That's got to be Tristan. fantastic to be on that scene, though. Think about being Ooh. on that scene, man. Who Think about telling, being bro? out in the L.A., trying to be on the scene, having somebody who knows somebody, and then like being, like, being in Hollywood, just being out there trying to get your name out there, and... Our next move is to the Hollywood Hills to some millionaire house. Yeah. Like, that's that's the move? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris Brown crib after the... Like, that's, that's the move? That's how women get taken advantage of, too, but I ain't going down that road right now. <laughs> but, but, but continue. <laughs> for people who not grass, right? Like, that's the move? Yeah, for yeah. regular people. Putting yourself in, that, in the shoes is kind of crazy. Yeah, like, that's um, the move. 
So yeah, she says they get over to Tristan's crib. They probably got. And all this the is best where her story. I start to crib. see holes in her story that she didn't have sex with this guy. She um. Huh? Are you standing on the side that she did or she did? I think she fucked him. Okay, let's continue. Uh, so at the party, she's saying um that people see her because people are saying that she was sitting on his lap. But she said she just had her legs like over his because she was trying to make room on the couch, so she had her legs laying over his. Not he's six eight, right? Six nine. He's tall as shit. Got some nice long legs, right? Yeah. So yeah. she just put her little tiny legs up on there. Yeah, exactly. Probably had like like a couple legs on him because you know he tall. He <laughs> I got room for all you. Yeah. I mean, I'm Tristan. I'm two and three at a time. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> definitely, definitely, he definitely had a lot of threesomes in his life. <laughs> um. <laughs> so um. Yeah, the party goes on, and she's saying that um, when she was leaving, he kind of pulled her back in and gave her a kiss, and that's where it stopped. And I'm like, that shit just don't make no sense. I've been to really? parties. I've been to house parties. Maybe not with rich niggas, but I've been to house parties with chicks and guys, and I know how this shit goes. I know how this shit goes. All right. You, took, like, you pull her back in, and you kiss her. First of all, Jordan should have told Kylie or Chloe. Where she was going? If he just Why was did, she with if her it was homie? simple as just he pulled me in for a kiss, you need to know about this. But the thing is, she had a part to do with it too. So that's why she didn't tell them. Because she felt guilty. But let's say. Well, maybe she felt kiss- guilty because she got kissed and she couldn't control it. And she didn't know how to handle it because they're already going through shit. So mm-hmm. why would I bring them further down when this is probably just, hey, he was probably drunk. It was no big deal. I'm going to just let it rock. Mm. I could see that maybe if she knew how much she loved him. But the thing is, if somebody's your sister that you say is your sister, okay. you want them to know that they were a crooked man. You want them But to she know, know that. Who, Chloe? Well, Chloe thinks that they was working on it. Yeah, he was they trying working to make a on change. It. But, okay, you bring me to a place I didn't want to go. All right. Because I've always erred on the side of this. I don't like to get involved in situations that don't involve me. When, when it comes to people and their relationships... I can tell you your woman is trash, but if you and your woman continue to work on it, and I keep telling your woman is trash, because I'm not just going to come and say, yo, man, your woman trash. I'm going to go into detail on why your woman's trash, and you're going to listen to me rant about it. And then you're going to go to your woman, you're going to say, yo, I heard you was, I, you know, you trash. LG seen you, yada, 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 y'all fight. Mm-hmm. If you do not leave her, my nigga, and you continue to stay with her. Yeah. Then it's, it looks like I'm always trying to come in between you two by always reporting everything she does. Like, I I'm on, I don't like getting involved. Like, that's a sticky yeah. situation. Like, because now it's like you are involved in some, like, I, I like to stay out. Like, bro, I don't know nothing and I ain't seen nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't ask me shit. That's how I be feeling. Yeah, I, I understand why you feel that way because it's kind of like um, it's not going to make a difference if I tell if I tell him or not. Is he gonna still be with her? Um, not even that. It's like it's a. It's also and, and not not to be selfish. It's a lose for me. Like it is a lose for me. I look bad. Like let's say what I saw. Oh yeah, I know she kissed dude. That's her brother. And I'm like, okay, now I look bad. Now I look like I'm trying. Yeah. Like, There's so many ways it could go, and that's what I. That's what most of I think about. I rather just hey, stay out of it. Now if you ask me, you say yo my nigga. What you think about my woman? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tell me what you think. Tell honest, me your ideas. What you, what, yeah, give, give me your honest Keep guy truth. with me, bro. Yeah, then I'm going to tell you right then because you're asking me. 
But I don't know how I would react. Like if I was out in public and seen a nigga woman, but I don't know how I don't know how to do you. it. You are chilling. Now with then, her. I, then I got to clear my name. I got to go straight to that nigga and clear That's my name. That's what I'm saying. Why didn't she like, do that? Because first of all, what's not gonna what's not gonna happen is she's not gonna report me to. Nah, you're not gonna yeah. report this shit. I'm gonna report this That's shit. That's what I'm saying. So but if you kiss my girl back, you're not gonna say nothing. But if you if you if he un- like if she unwillingly kissed you like if you aren't willing to kiss her she just put it on you you gonna tell me but if you did it and kissed her back you're not gonna tell me i get what you're saying so now since she, i got what you're saying so yeah. now it's like he grabbed her he mm-hmm. kissed her but she threw the tongue in there as well yeah yeah like, and so I'm now she don't want to guilty uh, about this thing because if it was just that he gave me an unwanted kiss i'm telling my friend that but if I but kiss I, back, I, I felt like now she didn't she gonna tell ask him, and he gonna be like, yeah, she kissed me back. Fuck it, she told you that. But did she tell you she kissed me back? <sighs> exactly. But if she didn't really have no part in it, she would have been like, he tried to kiss me. That's why I think she fucked him. Wow. But I mean, he also said he fucked her. Yeah. He, now <laughs> that's the thing too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was clean Let's about his shit. He ain't lying. Ain't no nigga nowhere on this planet. Go sit down with his woman and say, I fucked. Hell yeah, deny, deny, deny. Deny, deny, deny. deny. Text message or something. And today, today hit you with that heart. I know you hit it, nigga. Uh-huh. You are lying through your teeth. No, Remember fuck. that new phone number uh, text I gave you? That was actually me. It was not her. And we've been texting this whole time, nigga. And you thought it was her. <laughs> like, All right, man. I've been fucking the shit. <laughs> yeah, you know it. Like, I, think, I think Offset had to come clean, nigga. Like, the receipts got shown. He was oh, like, Oh, yeah. Man, see, I would, I see, I'm mad. You, I'm sorry for entertaining it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I should have been entertaining well, it. Know what he got, don't he? Oh, he I'll know what he got. He do not want to lose her. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga. You had that nigga on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I was like, I yo, know. that nigga. I is... see, did you pay for to get a TV? Nah, she did that herself. Yeah, you know he saying? know what he got. Man. I mean, he do not want to lose that woman. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But th- that's also, you know what? That's another thing. That is the, that is, that's just something that shows true in Southerners. Period. Like, you know what I'm saying? They believe in Southern Southern people raised up in religion, so they believe in monogamy heavy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So he gonna make that situation work. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He had grandparents as role models and seen them come through everything. So I believe Southerners, when it comes to like marriages and shit, because they're so rooted in religion, they believe in making shit work too as well. Working through the good, working through the bad. Yeah, he know what he got, but I think he would definitely he gonna try to make that situation work. Cause it it, it, it don't end well for you. And, and, and you commit You know what I'm saying I think as a man Once you make a commitment Like you You know Try to Try to make it work Like you yeah. committed nigga Like you took the time To make the commitment Keep keep working at it It's gonna be work Cause monogamy is not to, my, my theory Monogamy is not Natural human nature So you're gonna have to Work at your relationship That's true It's only a few species Naturally that, Naturally monogamous Like I think yeah. cardinals Seahorses I think May, Yeah maybe I, think, I don't know That sounds about right though nigga <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, them fucking gorillas, they be fucking everybody. Yeah, everybody, chimpanzees. <laughs> Yo, but I didn't chimpanzees think chimpanzees fuck for fun. I did not think about Jordan <laughs> Woods. Like I thought she was really innocent, bro. You thought so? Because this is how I feel. I do not know this girl at all. Never met her a day in my life. But I'm just saying the I story the that story. she told. I was like, it's a lot of hoes because I've just been around situations similar to that. The only thing that makes me not think she's innocent is is Tristan saying he fucked. This this my take on it. I feel like he grabbed her with the kiss. She drunk. Let's say she kissed back. I'm not telling because a this nigga trash. 
B, I don't want to be, I don't want to get caught up in this shit. And I, yeah. I know it wasn't nothing. So that's just from a, a spectator's view. Is from a spectator's view. I'm just yeah. saying, I know it ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really got nothing to report because I know this ain't nothing. Like, I know this ain't nothing. Like, I'm, I'm from here on out, I won't be over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If this is what he's trying to do with me, I'll just stay away from him. Because the last thing I want is for me to be the reason that they're breaking up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'd rather it just be some other chick because it will be another chick. But I also got this take on it too. Tristan saying he fuck he 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 don't want you. He trying to get out. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like oh, he trying to get yeah, out. Yeah, when a nigga just start doing shit, even if they don't care, like they just don't care if they get caught. That, that mean they don't they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they they ready to go. Like yeah, a nigga that care, he cares if he gets caught. And the only reason he can't leave is because Chris <laughs> Jenner is sitting there with that teacup, and it's like ding ding no nigga. You think so? You yes, think he's gonna get he out? He can't get out. <laughs> he is stuck. Definitely. And they trying to preserve they that nigga brain. They got Travis. They gonna take his brain and put that shit in Bruce's brain, and Bruce gonna <laughs> say, "I want to reverse surgery." Yeah. And I want to be a black man. Well, Bruce still got a dick. Well, Caitlyn still got a dick. Caitlyn still got a dick. Yeah. So, so it's possible. Caitlyn gonna go back to Bruce. She gonna be black. Yeah. And she gonna have a dick. Now, that's deep. Unless they're trying to preserve that Christian really to make more black Tristan people. Tristan is the main character from Get Out. Yeah, yeah exactly. I think all they could be trying to preserve his sperm so he made more black kids. You know they want to be black. They got it. They got Kanye. <laughs> they got Travis Scott. They, they, yeah, they got really Tristan. trying to get this black bloodline going. They got black China. They got all this black bloodline running through their kids. They it's love like, some nigga dick and nigga vagina. It's, you know what? It's a, it's, you know what? <laughs> hey, you conspiracy niggas out there that love a good conspiracy theory, can you hit me with the Kardashian? Cause I want to know the Kardashian conspiracy. I want to know what's up. I, we we got the Jay Z's and the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Twenty One Savage was targeted because he's yeah. positive. Can I get a I feel you. Can so I get a Kardashian? Kardashian? Yeah. Can agenda? I get the Kardashian? What are they trying to accomplish? <laughs> yes. What is what's, what's the goal here? Maybe Hit me just, up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they just sucked in the black culture. I think. Nah. Like, <laughs> I, I want the conspiracy. They got an attention. Huh? I want these you niggas. Want the conspiracy. Theory. I want uh, Tariq Nasheen. Bitch oh, ass, Tariq Nasheed. Yeah, tell that bitch oh, ass nigga give me a conspiracy. Fuck that nigga Tariq Nasheed. Man, I want that nigga to go back to making uh, books about pimping. Speaking of, I didn't even want to. <laughs> I didn't even want to talk about this this week. So my man, my man, um, at the Oscars who wore the dress, right? He, oh yeah. Billy remember Porter. we we talked about this in the group chat. Yeah. And. He posted that picture saying that, you know, this is how Hollywood emasculates the Batman. I've heard this theory from niggas a, a lot. Whatever. I, I I always, this is me, this is how I think. Don't that nigga gotta say yes to the dress? He probably did. The nigga gay as hell. But I'm just saying, any nigga, <laughs> any nigga, Martin Lawrence, Tyler Perry. Yeah. Don't they have to go somewhere and say, yeah, I wear the dress. Oh, yeah. You get what I'm saying? But... Like, <laughs> the thing is, I think maybe he's saying that it's a little bit deeper. Like, if they say no, it's like, well, um, I thought you wanted to be a big celebrity. I thought you wanted to, you know, be funny. I thought you wanted awards. And that, that goes back to my you never yourself. That, go, that goes back to my never ending uh, na- a narrative on this podcast. When does somebody stand up for themselves and say, I'm not doing that, and you can keep the mills? Yeah. When do we do that? Yeah. But as long as we're not doing that, let's stop making excuses. Them niggas want to be in dresses. Cool, that's their thing. Yeah, but it it's not going to affect me, and it's not going to affect my seat. Cause <laughs> it, I it just you know depends what I'm saying. That, what you what's your main like concern? Is it pride or is it money? And I think that's where people they get caught up in that conversation with yourself. It's like they got one on one shoulder, one on the other. And they I tell choose. you like this: I can look my mother in the face, being raised the way she raised me, and I don't have anything against anybody else. If you were raised a different way, cool. You know what I'm saying? The way my mother raised me. I'm not going to look her in the face wearing a dress and saying, mm. this is how I made my millions. I sold out. 
by wearing this Damn, dress. That, that right there, the way you look at it, like looking at your mom in the face with a dress yeah, on. Yeah, dress on, no. That is what it is. Because my, uh, my mom would roast me in a dress. <laughs> but this is just my mother. You go, okay? Yeah, that's true. This is my mother. who it is. Like in Billy Porter's case, he I mean, yeah, likes in dresses. Case, yeah, in his case, he he's, likes dresses. So, I mean, he, in, in all his case, he's not. Yeah. Where would you like? He might have asked for a dress. Hell, and. and, and even bring it back. Niggas love to bring up all these other niggas. We never bring up Andre 3000 in his dress. Oh, yeah. Andre 3000 wore some ridiculous shit. Young Thug wore some ridiculous, like... Yeah. I mean, that's, these are choices these these grown-ass adults are making. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and and I and I heard the same but, issue then, and it's like, it's like I'm it's not like, forcing him to wear the dress. He picked the wear the dress. Another uh, viewpoint of it is, it's like I'm wearing this. This is how I want to express myself. myself. I'm not going to let you tell me what a woman should wear, what a man should wear. This a man could take a dress and make it a manly thing. So maybe that's how they're looking at. And it. if that's what they want to do, yeah. I mean, why am I losing sleep over it? Trying to break society's norm. That is true, Mike. What's our fucking concern? What, what do we care for? If you don't like dresses, don't wear a dress. Don't wear a dress. Nigga <laughs> like a dress, and he wears a he dress. Wear a dress. And that's on. He right. That's and white people want to put you on TV for everybody to see. Yeah, that's his decision. So what? Maybe more niggas shouldn't wear dresses. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole too long. Nah, that was good. That was uh, good. All right, man. Just uh, another thing this week. We got some notable music releases. I didn't get a chance to watch Solange's movie. I'm going to try to watch that sometime this week. I need to get week. into that, too. Um, Y'all going to make me listen to Solange. Solange's album, I liked it. I love it. It's great. I'm going from three to four slowly. It's going to take some time. Um, trying to really... I got to put the headphones on for that one. Um... Also, I, I do want to give a quick shout out, man. Uh, newly signed to Interscope artist, local artist, the baby. He dropped a mixtape this week. It's not an album. He dropped a mixtape this week. His first official on a label mixtape. Project. <laughs> I've listened to him since he's been Baby Jesus, but I think it's dope seeing him come up, man, seeing the support he's been getting, and also seeing people hate. I, I, I find this very. Uh, I find it all entertaining, man. Being from Charlotte and living here all my life, being on the music scene, seeing people really, really, really want to make it. And I always knew when when one of us did or when somebody did, there would be haters that follow. Yeah. And it's just funny. Like, wow, they all really like... Like, you know, that nigga nothing mad. Like, yeah, none of that shit, Matt. Like, whether he was street for real, whether he banged yeah, for real. That's that crabs in a bucket shit. Yeah, none of that matters. Like, he made it, and maybe you could... Maybe if you watch him, you could learn something. Yeah, instead what of move was he making that I didn't make? Yeah, yeah. Maybe you can learn something from his his, his experience. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And take from that and help your experience so you can get on. You know what I'm saying? What can exactly. you do to, to, to be a better artist? How did he get from A to B? But niggas always want to. Well, not I'm gonna say always because people are doing a better job of it now. It's working together as a community. But people always want to be the one. Uh, to get on or be the one to do it and then if somebody do it before them they're like well it's gotta be a reason that they did it and you didn't do and, it and it's another thing man by doing all that hating man all you do is hurt it so I, I see him I see him get on right and this is I wanna say this is Charlotte shit y'all not gonna understand it but actually this is an industry artist y'all can look this nigga up the baby the, the new mixtape or the albums on album music is number four right now it's called Baby on Baby shout out to him let's get the baby up to number one or two so go stream that um one of the things I take from it is this: all that hating don't do nothing but let that. He signed a nigga from Salisbury to his label. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If y'all would have been conveniently just everybody saying, "All right, I'm gonna fuck with you, I'm gonna fuck with you, I'm gonna fuck with you," it'd have been like that Atlanta effect. Yeah, where niggas is just Charlotte. That's how it's gotta be. So therefore, I f I also see this has if if nobody else gets on, it's because of that. Because you can also see it's a stopping point. He 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 got a line in one of the songs. He said, "I'm on now, little nigga." So so now you're gonna have to come through me. Yeah, and that's a very true statement. 
Like I'm all up in the industry now. Yeah. You want to get on, nigga? Guess what? You gonna have to come. You you, you gonna either have to make your own way or come through me. Yeah. You gotta. And since you ain't fuck with me then, it's gonna be hard. Don't fuck with me yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> it's tough, man. It is tough. And it's kind of like um, what you should be doing right now if you're a, a local artist. You should be, even if you got the hottest song in the world, you think you got the hottest song in the world, you need to shop that song to Shop him, that song. Shop that song. And then maybe you'll get a feature on it or shop, something like that. Yeah. yeah or I, just do the hook and let him do the verses. If you got a dope-ass song, a banger, because he got the money to buy it from you, and it's a good way to get your name out in the industry. Well, also, man, I've seen him work with guys. On, the, on this road to where he's at now, I've also seen the niggas that he do fuck with and has done music with here. So therefore, he'll continue to do music with those guys. Yeah. So if you know anybody who know this nigga, you probably want to like net. It's all a network. Yeah. And I don't know why rappers from this city don't see rap as a network mindset, instead bro. of a comp- competition. Like yeah. it's a network. You build it's a good all network. About their mindset, man. It uh, really is. Yeah, it is about your like mindset. even if you want to make it in corporate America, you have to you not. I you have to rub shoulders with people. Yeah, but you, you have, have to, talk to make people. those connections, and you got to be proper with some people. You because people be have alone. to like you. People you definitely uh, can't be alone. Believe it or not, yeah, you can't be alone. People yeah. have to like you. They have to know you, and they have to like you. Yeah. Um. Also released this week was T Pain. Teddy uh, Pain. Don't go stream that. Tyler has a hero. But the biggest and the most notable one was the two chains rapper go to the league. And the reason why I bring up two chains rapper go to the league, um, two chains was on the shot with LeBron. And that's kind of where I was going with this. Yeah. Um, LeBron A and R this album and two chains did a lot of interviews for this album. Totally different sound on this album. Um, I honestly, I'm not impressed with the album. But I, even with the backstory now, I'm understanding, okay, he wanted to go a different route. He wanted to go deeper. He wanted to have a message in his music. I get all of that. Yeah. I just felt like it could have sounded better. I like, agree with you. The sound, I, I, yeah, the sound change. Con- concept was a home run. Yeah. It's just the, the sound change, man. I was yeah. looking for that. Uh. And I. And this is something I was talking about last night. I haven't got that with the first half of me. Like the best album I've heard this year is Boogie's. Boogie's Boogie with the hoodie? Nah, Boogie. Oh, uh, okay. The the he's a um he's an artist on Eminem's label, Shady Records. Okay. That's the best album I've actually gotten this year, man. And the album has not, like I haven't heard any like even outside albums. Okay. Two Chains album. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's yeah. everything's landing at twos and threes. I haven't got nothing yet to sweep me off my feet. And I thought the two chains was gonna do that for me. It didn't. It didn't. Some of the hooks, some of the choruses, just like yeah, like I'm rare. I'm rare. Like you know what I'm saying? Is this this nigga uh, boogie. Everything's for sale. Yeah, everything's right, for sale was my list. was hard. Um, front to cover hard four. I can see somebody giving it a five. It's the best album of the first half of this year. R and B and R and B and rap wise. Yeah. So I mean I haven't seen anything And hmm. I thought 2 Chains was going to give me that That pink trap house again That pretty girls love trap music yeah. I thought I was going to get it that one more time That shit was good That shit was good Front to co- And that's what I'm talking about You can Okay yeah he did the trap shit But sonically The way It just ran It sounded good It hit It was like It mm-hmm. kept it's tempo And then this tempo is kind of down This This is like clean your house music Hip hop music 
It's just that it's it's yeah. It's just not upbeat. But think about I'm, the time that he this, dropped it though. At this time, people are not really partying like that right now. Okay, so true. So maybe he's trying like you know if he would have had a, like a banger, he would have dropped it like closer to spring or summer where people are always out and about. Got you. So I mean that's what I'm thinking. You know I'm thinking from an A and R Lebron. You know I'm thinking about <laughs> what Lebron was talking about with him in there. Nah, you okay? <laughs> All but, right, yeah. The comment has changed. I can see that. I guess yeah. I just I guess you could you can have messages. Like four four four, people don't like four four four. Yeah, but four 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 sounded good. Yeah, like it sounded good. Like I, when I didn't like it at first because I didn't under. It's one thing that I like something, like something because you don't know what they talk like. What the fuck is he talking about? You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know what I'm saying? But hey, you know, sound good. It blends together perfectly. You know what I'm saying? All coming together. Two chains being two chains. Like I understand going deep, man. But I felt like you could went deep over different beats. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I feel of a you. different production. You know what I'm saying? I, that's what I felt like he could do. I'm going to keep listening to it, though. All right. Uh, I mean, because it's just, it's one of those things where you fuck with an artist. You're like, I got to give this as many possible spins as I can. I, and I I'm know, doing the I same thing. I know what they're capable of. I'm doing the same thing. It might be in here somewhere, but I'm not Not, looking at it right. I'm doing the same thing. It's, it's, I've been throwing it, it was somebody's throwing album it away completely. I think I did that with. Um, and I was like, uh, I, I had to make myself like it. Oh, views for Drake shit. Uh, I had to make myself like it. But once I started to get the concept of it and I was like, all right, this, all right, this good. is good for that concept. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's where I'm at now. Now, since I've heard what the concept is a couple times, read a couple articles of what, where him and LeBron, <laughs> him and LeBron James was trying to go. Yeah. I'm going to continue to listen to it to see if I could get to where I need to get to. Um, that's what's up, man. Shout out to Titty Boy. Shout out to uh, Tip Boy. Tip Boy, two chains. Shout out to LeBron. Another successful episode of The Shot. But LeBron's brand is suffering on the court. The Lakers are in 10th place, and they are not going to make it to the playoffs. I know. It's 19 games left. That is it's, scary. That is scary. I don't know. They're not. I'm, 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 I'm done. Like, you I'm out. got it? You know what? You know what's crazy? I've been a Lakers fan, so I'm never interested in the playoffs because we have not been there. Yeah. But what usually makes me watch is LeBron. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, like, my team's out. The Hornets not playing. All right, cool. Two, both, two teams that I definitely want to see do something are gone. My my team and the home team. Well, why do I watch? All right, let's see what D-Wade does. Let's see what LeBron does. Yeah. Well, guess what? The third reason ain't in there this year. Do I really care about Kyrie? I do care about Jason Tatum. I, I might watch that. Do I really care about Kyrie? No. Do I really care about the Golden State Warriors? No. I'm not a big fan of the Houston Rockets that much. I I might watch for Russell Westbrook. Or I might watch to see if Denver can get out the first round because Denver is fool's goal. Yeah. We know that you watch basketball long enough. They you know like Brooklyn. The Brooklyn of the, they like the Brooklyn of the West. Yeah, Brooklyn's fool's goal. Yeah. Brooklyn's hot now. That they're gonna get in this series and it's over for them. Easy. Easy sweep. They still Brooklyn at the end of the day. And the East is just a total another another level. Like like it's Cause they're losing. Like we're we're in the playoff hunt, and we don't even have a winning record in the yeah, East. Fucking East, bro. And it's crazy how in the West they have a losing record and they're number ten. Like in the East, the Lakers would definitely be. Yeah, they're probably a like playoff team. Right <laughs> so and then it's just sad watching. This it's like they it's not working. It's not working, and the trade rumors did not help. It the trade rumors didn't help, and the injury didn't help. I didn't know if I think LeBron is usually. He is kind of like what they circle the media around in basketball, but when you out in LA, it's times twenty. Like yes, being in a, being a Laker 
And he should have learned that from seeing Kobe and Shaq. Like, their shit is national news. Whatever news, goes yeah. on with the Lakers is national news. I agree. And uh, it's been tough for them, man. And another thing is they can't get a chemistry because someone's always hurt. Like, a major piece is always hurt. So you never get to see what they really are. No, nah, you, you, you don't. Lonzo been, been hurt. hurt. Stevenson yeah. been hurt. LeBron been, been hurt. hurt. Nobody stays healthy yeah. long enough. The only consistencies you have is Ingram and you have Kuzma. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I don't know. I, they got to give me a reason. I, right now, I'm looking forward to baseball. Um, go Phillies. They just signed my man Bryce Harper. God 13 damn. years, 300 13 million. Years, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, baseball. Isn't that like a whole career? Yeah, pretty much Yeah pretty much probably They'll, they'll probably trade that nigga When he turns to trash If somebody wanna take the money yeah. <laughs> okay. And then the way they do Baseball contracts they'll, He'll get paid long After he's playing baseball Cause right. they They do their contracts A little different Um, But yeah I'm just ready to get Now I'm about to I'm getting into baseball More every year The Braves are actually Something to talk about They're actually getting good Yeah man Um, And not to get too far off track I'm bringing it back To the shop AB was talking Oh yeah, man. I loved it. Brown. I love to hear niggas talk that real shit. <laughs> and now Antonio Davis Antonio um yeah, isn't Antonio not Antonio? Is it Antonio Davis? Anthony Davis. Anthony yeah. Anthony Davis <laughs> and LeBron's chemistry in front of that camera. And I'm not gonna stay on this too long. I feel like LeBron is trying to will this man to go to LA. I don't think Anthony Davis wanna go to LA. You don't think so? And I can see LeBron and Maverick guiding conversation, answering questions for A D. <laughs> yeah, you know your parents real niggas. I know oh, your yeah. parents. I know your parents, my guy. Talking yeah. about the good yeah, share the good yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. share us what we got. Yeah. But <laughs> AD, Why do you think he doesn't want to go? A D look real uncomfortable. Like when you watch it, A D looks real uncomfortable trying to talk about his situation. Even though they keep bringing it up, yeah, like your situation, bro. He like, yeah, my situation. Nigga, I'm trying to go. Maybe play he's shy. I'm trying to go to the Knicks <laughs> with Kyrie and KD. Exactly. Shut Ain't the nobody trying to play with you. <laughs> At least these niggas in the playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> he like, nigga, I'm trying to go to the Celtics. Nigga, nigga, no, me you and you know. Ain't shit, nobody nigga. trying to play with Kuzma. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Ain't nobody trying to play with the little boys. But AB being a nigga, two things about AB. One. I didn't know he came from that. But they say over half the league usually undrafted or late-round picks. All your stars in the yeah. NFL. And then on top of the fact that AD talked about um Big Ben. Oh, yeah, that was really sad. That shit was candid. <laughs> he said, man, he should have ran a better route. He said, nigga, you should have threw a better ball. You threw it to the <laughs> defender. He said, you threw it to the defensive line. Straight to the defensive line. That was and real. I know that's how niggas feel. I know how niggas feel. Yeah. Like, bro, what you, what the fuck are you talking about? You fucked up. It's not me. One of those things, like when you, you, uh, if we at work and they say some shit, it's like, do we got to stand up and like for ourselves or just say fuck it? That's how they are. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he was like, fuck it. I'm about to stand up. You like, fuck it. I'm about to stand up for myself. But the thing, but and another thing, man, I like. This is the one reason I love the shop. Before I get off of this. I listen to so many sportscasters. I listen to so many white people talk about sports. And believe it or not, man, when you have white people commentating on sports like football and basketball, a sport that's predominantly played by African-Americans, the information and viewpoints that you get are straight what they think about you. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like hearing it. Because Mm -hmm. you get to go to the shop. If you could hear what they say about A.B., like they trash AB. He's a he's a this. He's he's self centered. He's not a team guy. He not this. 
And it's like, damn, man, they just talked this guy so That's bad. True. You wouldn't even think he was a great player. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And Let's it's like they really just want you to, say. yeah, they That's just shop. They want you to shut up. They only white. Yeah. I notice white sports guys only like guys who just play. Oh yeah, they love just it. play. As long as LeBron was just playing. Because you can mold them that way. You Because they when somebody's not telling who they really are, you can tell people who they are because no one knows. But exactly. if you show who you really are, you know, it's hard for somebody else to make you somebody. Yeah. 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 And that's like what they right want to do. Mahomes, they can make Mahomes whatever Whoever they want, want yeah. to be. He's a family man. We wouldn't know no better because he don't show himself like that. But when somebody like A.B. or Cam Newton, who's so expressive on the field and all over social media and shit like that, people hate on that because they you can't mold them. You can't change them from who they are. But personality comes with persons. Yeah. Period. And I think you got to realize you didn't draft uh uh you didn't draft a item. You drafted a human being with thoughts, feelings, yeah. and emotions. You can't silence human beings. Sorry. True. You can't. They've tried. Or why not just make that person but the you face can't of your team? It. Like are people they so scared to make somebody that's not the standard I do believe clean cut guy the face of a team. I know we're on the list of A B teams. I think he'll come here. I think it'll work. And I, I think so and too. I think he'll get to prove his point. Especially with Tepper. David Tepper, uh, so far, he seems like an owner that lets people like. Player like, friendly. Yeah. First NFL player friendly. Well, but outside of my man, Jerry Jones. Oh, yeah. Jerry Jones player friendly until you get on some shit like the Anthem shit. He like, hey, nigga, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> now, remember I looked out I for you. I got your hot bag of Coke that remember time. Remember I cut your checks. <laughs> All right. I need you to just stand Shout up. Shout out Jerry Jones. Shout out Jerry Jones, though, man. All right. That was a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> um. And that was it. That's all I have for headlines, man. Um, I got you, baby. So the only reason we work out. <laughs> That's a beautiful view. And so when we walk to the bathroom yes. after beating it up. Yes. They can look at our ass. That's and why we do it with thousands of Yeah, and then you push, you know, you got the lights off, but the bathroom. Now is since on, I know so my ass is being and looked at, I'm definitely putting my boxes on before I walk oh, in front of that women. Nigga, you ain't Listen, to I don't like being, I, I'm uncomfortable being naked in front of women. Bro, it's the picture that you paint because it's that silhouette because the lights are off in the bedroom, but the lights are on in the bathroom, so it's kind of like a shadow of you. Oh, yes, Johnny, you are speaking to me. <laughs> no. This is working for me. Yes. All right, uh, I got the new Zane book coming out. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh! Uh. I will read it. That image right there. Ninety-nine problems in the form A one. If you have a form problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got ninety-nine problems in the form A one. Let's go. Ooh. Okay. That that's funny. The things you talk about Did when the mic that? goes off. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you just touched my soul. Hope y'all love it. Mm. All right, man. This week on the forum, man, we're going to talk about code switching. Um, so, Nikki, man, what, what is code switching? Okay, so code switching is basically when you alternate between two or more languages and dialects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's basically what happens kind of like in a conversation, kind of going back and forth. Um, it's kind of evolved, though, because now we talk about code switching in the sense of dealing with different races or types of people that you talk to. And so it's kind of become a, I guess, a phenomenon or something that's really heavy over the last couple of years, especially with, within uh, people of color. Yeah, Ooh, that is true. So the first thing I want you guys to think about is the movie Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. I feel like that was like the biggest thing when I first really realized about yeah. code switching and I kind of liked how they did it as far as like with Lakeith and how they brought it out. So I want you guys to think about 
where you think you've done the most code switching <laughs> in your daily one. life? You want to start or you want me to go? I usually code switch in a job interview. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> like I'll code switch in a job interview. Yeah. Definitely in a job interview. Um, That's a definite spot you would code switch. Meeting, uh, meeting white people, I think I code switch a lot. Like if I'm going out um, to a bar and I uh, end up talk, start sparking up a conversation with a white person at a bar, I definitely code switch right there. Because I'm not sure if this person can offer me a career or not. So, like, <laughs> let's let, you're going to ask me about my job. I'm about to give you a real job answer. Um, I try to surround myself with people who I don't have to code switch a lot of, mm-hmm. around. So, I mean, I don't really have – I don't have any friends outside of, out of my, outside of my race. So, the only time you really see me code switching is at work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and that's something new. That's something new I had to learn. I've usually worked worked around black and brown people most of my life, so I never had, like usually you know. Of course, in an interview, you code switch whether you know a white person interview, black person interview. You know, you ain't gonna go in there talking slang. But you know, once you go on the job, it's I've had some real conversations with my black managers that get real. Like like yeah, me too. You know, nigga, it's it's like this out here, cause so it's not <laughs> even having to do with. Like your location, like you being at a professional job, it literally depends on the person. Yeah, yeah, it depends on because because once I get in my job field, like you know, talking to black, I mean, I, black people are put at ease once you start to, you know, because we yeah. kind of assess each other. Like, all right, I'm at this all white job, and we're the only few black people here. I know we've been censoring ourselves, but are we censoring ourselves when we talk to each other or is it just when we talk to them? And most of the time you find out is when we are talking to them, we're 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 code switching. What if it's a black person that interviews you though? How how would you take that? You code switch through the interview. Okay. okay. You I definitely got, code switch through the interview. I had a situation where I interviewed for a black person and uh it was a little bit more comfortable the interview was because oh, I felt like if slang if slang did come out, they would understand. And then I think sometimes when you're getting interviewed by a white person, if slang comes out, you're like, fuck, there it goes. I ain't getting the job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's no room for error. Because yeah. it's like they don't get it. It's like, yeah. huh? What? what? So what in that? that case, do you think white people can code switch? Mm. What, what What are they code switching to, though? Like if you brought your white girlfriend to a black cookout? Yeah, that's a great example. I'm going to advise white people not to code switch shit because somebody sister going to slap the shit at you think for they thinking, code switch, they, thinking you're trying to be black. Do you, Would you consider it code switching? What do you think it could I don't think consider? they code switch because I've seen like like my cousin um, dated a white girl and she was really white. She wasn't trying to be black or something like that. Right. When she came to the cookout, she was really white. She spoke really <laughs> she was white. She like, hey guys. Yeah. What about... Um, Nigga Mike, we, I should have let, let that nigga go live on the, <laughs> on the podcast. We always talk about, like, uh, white people who have grown up around um, a different race or, like, if you've grown up in New York and you've grown up around, a, like, Latino people or if you've grown up around a lot of black people, do you think it's considered code switching for them if mm. they have to go if into they're, a like, a perfect, product of their environment? Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh, yeah, I think they do have to code switch. Yeah. You think so? Uh, they have to. I think I, they turn it on I though. Think, I, I think, think they're right. But I think I they think turn it's it permanent. on. Because uh, I was thinking about, you know, I used to hang out with, uh, shout out to the homie DA, but his parents were really white. Like they were white, like, you know, white Southern people. People, but he, yeah. Like really took on black culture and he spoke like uh, a black person would stereotypically speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I could see him in front of his father, in front of his grandfather. Not, well, not even that. I could see him in front of somebody like if, well, if needed to apply for a job, switching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he ain't gonna talk the same way he talked to you and I. 
I don't know with him. I see what you're saying, but with him, I don't know. But I he don't, don't necessarily. He's never had. They own stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Really so he's never had yeah. to get out here in the working world. He had. A, he had some white privilege. Just that privilege. Yeah, he had some white privilege. Well, looking while I was looking at information about code switching, I noticed that like it doesn't necessarily have to be about race. It also is just like formality. Like we code switch <laughs> even when we're talking to like elders. So oh, like you're code definitely. switching when oh, you're yeah, talking you're to like more your grand- mm-hmm, grandparents, and then unless you're around my grandma, because she's gonna disrespect you. Is she? <laughs> I mean, yeah. old people are gonna disrespect you. Period. Right. <laughs> they gonna stop you. Can't disrespect them back. No, you can't. No, you can't. So you still have to like have a sort of way that you're speaking to them, and then also like the code you know, switching from the north to the south. You know. You know. Oh yeah. I know a lot of niggas that go do that. They go up north and they got the Harlem accent All of a sudden, real quick. It's like, Yo, what up, B? Yo, what up, B? <laughs> Like, nigga, you my my uh, my best friend used to tell me, man, this this is the time to even go more country, because the ladies love it. Like when you go oh, up yeah, north, like the Dexter you, meme. I was what's happening with oh, the show? Like they like they love it. Accent? They hear that southern yeah. twang and they eat it a lot. Like when I when I um when I first started going to Maryland as an adult, just hanging out in the bars and clubs, like the girls ate that up. Like oh you not from around here? Oh you you're a southern guy? Like it's like we have this presumability. But, we're presumed to be gentlemen, southern gentlemen. Yeah. They think that's like a real, real thing that we're not slum like ski, just, like, oh, you, like trash you, bags. Down here. Do you play cheaters. up to that, or do you just be? Like, oh, no, nah, I, I think we got yeah, to definitely sometimes. play up to it, but they just love it. It's like the twang, and then you and you're definitely we're by by true, nature though. we're it's different true. than northern guys. Like yeah. we are, we are naturally nicer. We're, I think we're a little bit more respectful. We're women. respectful, like like hell, like you can tell, like. They're not used to being treated that way. They're used to being like, yo, ma, get your ass over here. Now, do you think the yo, same way when you got men from up north that moved down to the south and they're from like Jersey or New York and they start talking to these southern women? They and love they it. They like the they difference. They love it. Oh, yeah. And they love the aggression. Yeah. They love the southern aggression. Southern women are different than northern women, too. Yeah. They're a lot more inviting. Because northern women are aggressive because of that. They're, they're aggressive. They in have nature. to be aggressive because the men are aggressive. Yeah. yeah. And women mm-hmm. down here are not, not really aggressive. They chill, they lay back, they, you know, they that sweet. Is true. You know, they're, they're, wow. they're Fiji and fuck you. Wow, that was crazy. <laughs> that was a breakthrough for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, while I was looking up stuff, I found this article and surprisingly NPR did it. They had five reasons that we code switch. Mm-hmm. And so the number one thing was that um, that your lizard brain takes over. And so like your lizard brain is just your natural habit. And so do you guys find yourself like when you go to work? Or even in a situation like you were talking about at a bar, do you just naturally do it, or do you have to tell yourself, "Hey, hmm. I need to speak differently to this person"? No, I think it's, na- it's I almost think it's natural. I would say I think it's natural too. Like and I literally, I think it's we've been, I guess you could say, coded, like to be assimilated. Like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I literally walk into work. It's like, hey, how you doing? Exactly. But the first black person I see, it's like, like you get off the phone happening? with a black person. Hey, I'm at my job, my nigga. I'll holler at you later. Yeah. As soon as you like five minutes later, you're walking through these doors. Hey. Hey, Sean, how was your weekend, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> right after you just got off the phone with your nigga. That's perfect because that leads to the second thing that they said it was that we want to fit in. I kind of go back to mm. code switching at work because mm. I. Do you feel like you're not doing it enough? I am myself. And that's one thing I can say. I think the code switching comes when I'm talking to like the manager. Yeah. Like my, I don't code switch on my team. It's like good morning. I'm not a morning person, it's so I'd be like, "What's though, up, too, man? man?" Like for me, I do it all fucking day. And the few seconds I get to hang with somebody that understands me, that's why I really connect with the security guards. You let loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like this is family right here. Because they, 
you know, they I don't gotta impress them or look for them. Need you right. Them in the you future. do do it all day. So when you get to talk to the security guard for like 10, 15 minutes, and just be like, man. I, I in my case, be I a think nigga. I think there's certain things that I don't get to talk about. So I, when I it's a lady in the back. When I get a minute, not in the back, but she she works uh, uh as administrative assistant. When I get to talk to her, it's like shit, nigga. Yo. Like I just exactly. I, I get it out Like I'm like yo These you know what I'm saying I just talk crazy For just five minutes mm-hmm. It's so, just so I go back to my desk It's like we gotta be The ones that's forced To be uncomfortable Not them Exactly, exactly. Oh, is Which is why The whole thing Came to me Because of the One person and Or one side Having to change And acclimate To like appease The other side yeah. And that could be Anywhere Even if we go To a different country We have to Change like What we do in order to to acclimate or assimilate to what they've got going on. I thought about that. Mm-hmm. When I went to Cuba, me being a black person, so used to trying to gel to new society, mm-hmm. I, I was wondering how a white person comes to a place like this. Do they gel or do they do that same shit they do in America where it's like, all these people speak Spanish. Why don't they fucking talk English? Like, I think maybe well, that's the one like, place that they don't do that, and they try I, to speak I, and Spanish. I tried to, oh, yeah. And I was they love there. embracing cultures. And that part. was my thing. Except I for tried the culture to, is here in America. I tried to imagine right. it. Like, <laughs> I tried to imagine a white person being here and trying to like. Because the white people who were in Cuba were European, yeah. so they have different t- like they speak Spanish, mm-hmm. they speak different languages. Yeah, I'm talking so about just hardcore American. That's true. Getting over the there language. is trying to assimilate to a new culture, like how, Sally and Bob from Florida. Yeah, like how did how did how does that work for them? I feel Do they you. get frustrated? Do they? Because they get frustrated I here. Think they try because like people like that, you'll see them carrying around like their little Spanish book. And uh, trying to order a taxi in Spanish. May Gusta. Yeah. <laughs> Cabio. Uh, <laughs> Cabio. May, may, and that's know, just all wrong, like, but still. Maybe it like sets a tone that it's like an eye-opening experience. Because you have a lot of people that do travel a lot, so they get to go to different places. But there are those people that expect, hey, when I go to another country, I'm going to only do things where I don't have to change what i'm doing and you know what i'm I gonna go like to all the touristy sad. places yeah. where i know i can speak english but then you see those other people who like go out of their comfort zone to embrace the culture and i think those are the ones that i hopefully they take it back here and realize that like america is the same way like you're not you don't shouldn't expect anybody to have to change what they're doing just and because that, no, they're in america and i feel like hmm. that's sad that that they do that because i i think the purpose of living this leaving this country is to get a new view on life in the yep. world and and it's crazy the new view that you will get when you do leave this country. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, America. Like, when I went to Cuba, I was like, yo, America? <laughs> wow. Like, like we talk about like the that. projects. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing. That's a five-star hotel. <laughs> you know projects what I'm saying? Compared to locations like in Cuba. Yeah, like you. Countries where they don't have the economic. Where they walk around sock with shoeless, nigga. Yeah. yeah. And you got on shoes, period. That's I don't give a fuck what the like brand is. Venezuela now, man. Oh uh, yeah, that you talked about that. Still fucked up, and there's still people trying to go there for like vacations. Yeah, did you have some more notes? Oh yes, yeah. sorry. So let me let's keep because I love code switching and I love talking about it. Um, number two, like, number two, we already talked about that. We want to fit in, so I feel like that's something that we kind of not necessarily. It, I don't think it's a want. I think it's like we need to. So I mean, no, for me talking at school. I have to speak a certain way to the children. I have to speak a certain way to my administration. I have to speak to my coworkers. So it's like so many different kinds of codes, which yeah. wrapped up just in one building. 
But can I ask you something real quick? So yeah. how would you speak differently to a black student than a white student? Do you do that? Do you speak differently I to the students? I personally do not oh. because I feel like, one, that's a lot on my brain, having <laughs> to like talk to children differently. But my manner of code switching is more allowing them to not have to do it. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of my kids will speak to me comfortably and even though it might be like improper grammar i know it's how they're speaking at home but when it comes to like when they're having to produce something in school i encourage them to how i want it to be done but if a black kid comes up to me and says one thing but then a white kid comes up and says something to me else i'm not going to make them like say the same thing the same way if that makes sense okay so i think allowing children to not have to code switch is kind of a relief because eventually when they get older they're going to have to do it so at least in that time, let them do it. Hmm. Um, number three was we want to get something. What do you think that we're using code switching to get? Uh, just get heard, be understood, um, to get to get further along up the ladder. If you mm-hmm. look in the, I think also another thing. I think also if you look in the advance, a lot of times you said speak to elders. Um, I think as a black man When you get into more corporate circles mm-hmm. Like when we go into Like if you're going to, to an event to network You're you're code switching amongst yourself Like so if you go to a black entrepreneur's event You're not in there like What up my nigga You know what I'm saying You feel me You True. may be comfortable But you are going to code switch And, yeah, and put your professional you yeah. your, your professional you on You know what I'm saying Because you, you, there's a goal here in mind So in order to be taken seriously You definitely want to code switch And you're going to code switch So you can be taken seriously And be heard at the same time Because nobody's hearing you um, When you when you're talking in slang Or just talking certain ways You True, know what I'm saying True because you can say the same thing Two different ways, ways. But they're only going to hear it If it's said a certain way yeah. In this case having to code switch And change it hmm. I like that um, another one was we want to say something in secret. So this is kind of like the reverse. Oh, so we're going to speak really black. So they don't understand. <laughs> you're going to go back about. to your like natural, your natural speak in yeah. order to talk oh, about yeah. other people. So I think I said know, that before the show when I was saying like we use they a lot when we talking about white people and we together. You know so how they like, do. Yeah, you know how they do. Mm. Uh, you know, um, you know how they are. Who's they, Johnny? Oh, nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your ass. <laughs> I know I was talking with my coworker about that because we supposed to be all going as a group to this hockey thing. And um, she was like, she hit me up because I was the one that came up with the idea. It's like, I never been to a hockey game. And then she was like, so you the reason we going to go see hockey. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I didn't think that was going to take me serious. Ooh. And she was like, you know how they are. <laughs> <laughs> they take everything serious. I was like, yeah, well, at least we're going to a hockey game. You sco- you call Swiss to tell your boy you got some ass. Oh yeah, hey, man! Remember what you call it? Um, from you know, yeah, yeah, you know, you. And you it's know. hard to even depict it because like you don't really even realize you do it until after the fact. Yeah. And all these people are around and they have no idea what you're talking about. I feel yeah, you. we over there like so you like know. me and you in line at Starbucks and there's white people surrounding us. We're gonna have a conversation, but we go we don't want to be vulgar with it, so we're gonna start oh, talking in code. This is yeah, like last week yeah. where you have two mammals in another uh uh environment our bbc special so yes notice how johnny and uh, uh notice how johnny speaking and Ju- in their native Jumpman tongue See, and i hate speaking their native tongue amongst the others being bilingual because none of us speak another language mm-hmm. notice how they that's what spanish people do they was like we got yes, to talk shit about these talk white about people spanish. in spanish yes they will speak in spanish and, and notice how they switch exactly when soon as she says hey welcome to starbucks can i take your order uh, yes, uh, I would like a uh, medium roast coffee. Johnny, you? Uh, chai latte. 
All right, that'd be five. <laughs> be five forty-two, guys. All right, here you go. But anyway, so I'm telling them, I'm like, shit, nigga. Uh-huh. Um, exactly. I'm about to come and over you there. Know and what happened you know what happened with the what's up, right? Yeah, and the what shit, nigga. I bet the what's <laughs> up oh, was what's up. Oh, and then when you go to like <laughs> nail salons. Oh, oh yeah, the, the, the Asians be killing y'all. They ain't got a cold switch. Damn, we got yeah, a cold switch. Yeah. They have it real good. I think that cold switches are shit. They have to code. Their cold switching is talking in English and they're talking in English certain ways to different races. Yes. Exactly. So they understand. Um, but I just thought that that was really cool because those are pretty much the five reasons that we pay attention the most. The last one is it helps convey a thought. And I think that ties into what you were talking about. Yeah. People understand what you're saying and you have to change the way that you're talking in order to, to for people to understand it. Yeah. So you're going to say it to one person one way and then you're going to change those words in order to say it another way. Um, I think something for me that makes me, a, I guess, an exception to this is that I have like non-regional dialect so people think i talk white all the time (laughs) that's true but i'm not code switching like i talk the same to you as i do i talk to my white friends as i I talk to my how does how do you drake Drake, um i don't know he code switches sometimes but he's still proper both times i mean i might use slang words but he's speaking to ellen he's still the same for the past 15 episodes this nigga has found a way to make drake relate to regular have you ever noticed that what it's kind of like drake (laughs) hey man you ever lost your job everybody wants to be drake worked at the grocery store and got fired (laughs) i I know that was a hard time for drake women wants to date man (laughs) oh yes (laughs) <laughs> you ever dealt with failure? It's kind of like that time Drake dealt with failure. <laughs> yeah, you remember that song on uh, Drake's album? You're right. Drake you ever been shot? It was kind of like that time Drake played that kid in the grassy and he got shot. <laughs> yeah, Drake would know. I Yo, think, oh, I shout out to Champagne <laughs> Poppy, bro. I think for our forums, I really want to come up with like a wrap up sentence, and maybe I'll just make sure it always includes. Oh, Drake. we didn't tell people <laughs> what our nice. show was about. I can relate to Drake. This yes. is why I write things down. Especially we did the not name tell of this episode. How can we relate this to Drake? <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of this episode. How does but this yeah, relate so, to Drake? So I just I, I think there's a lot of people that actually might not know about code switching, and then now they're sitting here like, "Oh shit." <laughs> Drake code it. switched on Saturday Night Live. Yes, in all of his. Oh kids, my god! Yeah. See, all this relates. Your whole life could be related to Drake. <laughs> it really can. Oh, the shit. seven degrees of Drake. Drake gets every, like uh, that first episode of Insecure when uh, he asked her why do college girls love Drake. It's the same reason we all love Drake. He's so relatable, man. Oh, he just gets man. us. <laughs> like that time your he daddy said he was going to pick you up, man. but your your dad never picked you up. Drake know about Drake that? Drake is so vulnerable, man. That's the thing that we all love about him. But I don't want to get into a Drake forum because we could totally. Do I go twenty four hours forum. about this man. I did yes. see my mom crying on the floor. <laughs> Damn, me and Drake got so much in common. I can't wait to meet Drake. All right. Uh, me either, man. I can't. I had a dream. I hung out with Drake one night. Oh shit. I hung out with <laughs> That's Drake. That's not in a every dream. night. Nah, not every night. But when it happens, I'm so happy the next day. Okay. <laughs> I had a dream the other <laughs> night <laughs> that I had uh, met. Um, Rick Ross, and it was like oh, not on some celebrity shit. Oh, you either. talking about this? I was like, uh, that nigga walked into the he like walked in with somebody, and I was sitting on the couch. I was like, Young Renzel was popping. Like we knew each other already. Wow. And what did he say? That shit cool. Oh. Yeah, but he has just shaved his beard too. That nigga look weird. That could be. That just probably was an a, insight uh, into your future. That was probably a Rick Ross um, lookalike from Vegas. He got the shit out of me. Let's see if we can pop these awards off. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Yeah. Anything's possible. They keep sending messages. All right, man. Um, let's do it, man. Real niggas of the week. Do I have a real nigga? I'll kick it off, man. My real nigga of the week is Spike Lee for his reaction to uh, being asked what he thought about the Green Book win. Um, 
And Spike Lee told them that every time he loses, it's always somebody driving somebody. They just switched the seats. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, give it up, Spike Lee, man. Um, also, for his Oscar speech, you could Google that. That speech was, accepting speech was real. He did get on the microphone and tell them, hold, hold that music. Hold that music, my nigga. You're not going to drink me. <laughs> Shout out, Spike Lee. All right, JP. I mean, what you got? Man, I don't really have one, man. I thought I had one. Pass but I don't it this give week. Her, uh, no credit. Pass the real nigga. Wow. Yeah, I stole it. It's <laughs> day. Uh, so Nikki, you got awards this week? Nope. No awards. All right, and I don't have a dunce medal. All right, I do have a dunce. Anybody want to get the kicking shit dunce medal this week? Who gets Let me the? Let get this. Out my heart. All right. So this goes to um. Karis Levert from the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know if you guys this story. Uh, Mr. Levert, it was his bobblehead night. Mm. Oh, God. And, um, you know, on your bobblehead night, they honor you. They give you a little montage and shit. Mm-hmm. Love bobblehead uh, night. But on his bobblehead night, he scores zero fucking points. This bitch ass. <laughs> no points? <laughs> no points at all. Nigga didn't hit a foul shot. Nothing. What a waste of a bobblehead night. You, my friend, are a dunce. <laughs> All right, um, person of the week. Yeah, we in there. All right, my person of the week goes to Belinda Bennett. <laughs> Side note, mm-hmm. I meant to really start this shit off with a woman's song. I was doing all women's songs this month. Yes. I forgot. I forgot well, to do that. Well, you have to end the song. End is the it women's episode. Month? It is Women's History Month. It's Women's History Month. I was gonna show some love to some of my favorite ladies. Yeah, for the women. The Marsha Ambroses and India Arias of the world. You healed my. You soul. better expand your horizon, please. Hey, hey, nigga. Uh, Won't be none of that blasphemy over here. <laughs> my Marsha. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, what was that? Belinda Bennett, the world's first black woman cruise ship captain. Uh, do I got a brief read here for you? Let me see what I got. Let me see. If you're a woman working in the cruise ship industry, then you're more than likely to be the only woman or one of very few women working within your organization. Right now, women make up to 18 to 20 percent of the cruise ship workforce with the first woman cruise ship captain not being appointed until 2007. Breaking the glass in in this industry is Belinda Bennett, who is the world's first black woman cruise ship captain. According to Forbes, she has worked for the cruise line Windstar Cruises for 14 years. She came to the cruise ship line in 2005 and worked her way up from the second officer to chief officer to now captain, which is the position she was appointed in 2016. Currently, she is the captain of the MSY Windstar and is in charge of selling the ship to the Caribbean in the winter and Europe in the summer. So we want to give her some recognition. You can go because of them. We can.com read that article even further if you want to know more. But shout out to her. This women history is new. What you got, my nigga? All right, so this is gonna go to uh, a guy named Kevin Hart. He a comedian. <laughs> so I think this is really cool. So there's a uh, Nigerian artist who does pencil drawings. Hyper realism p- pencil artist is his real title. So he uh, he did a pencil drawing of Kevin Hart, which is real like very detailed. Looks like a photo. He tweeted it out, and you know he said he's a struggling artist. Um, and he hopes to blow up. Can you retweet this for Kevin Hart uh, so he can see it? So Kevin Hart sees it, and he says, I see it, and I want to purchase it. I also want to support you and your amazing talent by giving you 
a fee to do a pencil drawing of three of my celebrity friends that I can give gift to them. DM your info and let's get to work. Talk about getting the opportunity. Damn, that's, that's what's up. up. You know what I'm saying? Talk about giving out an opportunity, man. And Kevin Hart, sometimes I feel like he gets a bad rap. He's always like caught up in something. Yeah, but man, but he's he, a really he, nice guy. He's a really nice guy. Like they said on the he shop. He put on a lot of comedians. He's he's done a lot, man. Like he said on the shop. You know what I'm saying? He just wants to be a nice guy. He's just he's oh, yeah, nice yeah, to everybody. Yeah, I forgot they talked about him on said there. the Oscars missed the fuck out. And yeah. they did. They did. But, you know, whatever. Uncle Jamie. All right, man. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know what time of the week it is. Um, what time is it? You was Netflix and chilling with your girl last week, and you ain't getting no new time? movie suggestions because that nigga told you all about Friday. So this week, <laughs> I'm kicking it over to my man, Jukebox Jonathan, over. for... Yeah, I got a white movie for y'all. The <laughs> Movie <laughs> Minute. See that nigga go through that glass? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was thinking about playing racquetball the other day, too, and I was like, nah, never mind. Yep, never mind. I'm good. All right. So, uh, it's a movie that I'm kind of late on watching, but I saw it this week. It's a Marvel movie. Ooh, which one? Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Oh, I seen this. Yeah, I, I saw it for the first time. Um, hmm. I was a little disappointed in it. I ain't gonna lie. Interesting. I did like the villain. Oh, yeah, she was dope. Uh, Ghost, I think is what they call her. Mm-hmm. I liked her. She was a good villain. She was dope. Um, but I just didn't like it, man. Especially for that to be the movie that came after um, Avengers um, Infinity War. I thought it was just going to be more of a storytelling thing, but apparently it took place like during Infinity War, right mm-hmm. before Infinity War. So the timeline was kind of fucked up. Um, but then, you know, they had the end credit scene that, um, kind of ties it back into Infinity Wars where, you know, the snap happens and everybody turns into dust. Yes. But as far as the movie goes, it just wasn't the same as the first one. Like they tried to do the same comedy to have Michael Pena do his little stories and shit like that. But oh, even okay. that was cornier this time. Yeah. Um, so not better than the first. I don't think it was better than the first by a long shot. It's probably one of like, to me. It's probably one of the worst Marvel movies they didn't put out. Wow. Yeah. I was a little disappointed in it. The you first said one what really I good. wouldn't say. Go ahead, though. Interesting. Yeah. The first I mean, one I wanted really to good. say that, but I didn't say it. I just <laughs> said, you know, it's watchable. Yeah. I didn't even like the end. Me I either, man. I didn't like much of it. Yeah. It's just, I, I think it, it's hard to follow Infinity Wars. That's one thing. But the thing is, when you don't even tie it into Infinity Wars, that's kind of what pissed me off. And a I think bit that's about. the hope for the Miss Captain Marvel. For yeah. the Captain Marvel, it like, has to. If it doesn't, I'm gonna be real upset. Like, we can't wait to the end game to get some insight on what the fuck is going on. Like, we gotta yeah. know. We gotta know what's going what on. Talking to Marvel. They said that that's the only reason I watched Ant Man vs. Why? I was like, okay, maybe this will yeah, tell me where going. everybody went. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or at least tell this story and at the end allude to where everybody yeah. went. But the thing is, it's going to be the same thing with Captain Marvel. We're not going to tie it into Infinity War until the end because it takes place in the 90s. <sighs> so yeah, that's true. They're going to fast forward. Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm still down to see it, man. I got to give it a shot. And it's been a while. I need to get my Marvel fix. So, but I'm yeah, going to see that. Marvel fix. But uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, let me go ahead and give it. I'm a, This might be a really low rating, but I'm going to give it a two and a half ways, man. <laughs> Two and a half ways. Man. All right, well. Shout out to Paul Rudd. You a funny nigga, man. 
You're a funny nigga, man. <laughs> All right, man. Other than that, man, this has been episode 43 of the Kicking Shit Podcast. 43. All right. Uh, we want you to do us a favor. If you waited to the end and you like this show, subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that button. Please. Uh, on Spotify, you can follow. And on SoundCloud, you can follow. And I don't know what you Google Play niggas do, but do what you do on Google Play. We got to get a Google device. We got to figure out what we gotta, we gotta Just to see what it looks like. What's going on? <laughs> um, you can follow and keep up with the show on uh, social media. We on Facebook as KSP. We on Instagram and uh, Twitter as Kicking Shit Pod. That's K-I-C-K-I-N. We all know how to spell shit pod. And also, we have a website, kickingshitpod.com. Go there, hit the contact tab, tab. You can write us, let us know what you think. Give us some positive feedback, some negative feedback. Just give us some feedback, whatever feedback. And if you don't want to leave it on the website, you can hit us up on our email, kickingshitpod at gmail.com. Jukebox, where can they talk to you at? All right, so if you want to hear my thoughts and opinions, I'm on Twitter, uh, J-U-K-3, B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. Um, you know, if you want to see a picture of me, go to Instagram. Same shit, J-U-K-3-B-O-X-J-O-H-N-N-Y. All right, Miss Nikki, what can they find you at? Um, everything is Miss Nubougie, M-I-S-S-N-E-W-B-O-U-R-G-I-E. I'm trying to actually make my profile uh, public for a week. I want to see what happens. Oh, yeah. Because right now it's private. You get a lot of stalkers. We'll see. Don't <laughs> think I got I got it like that. I don't. And I am your boy Jumpman Jones. You can find me on Instagram has Soul Train Company. That's Soul like the soul of a shoe. And you can find me on Twitter has Soul Train Co. That's Soul like the soul of a shoe. Listen, we appreciate y'all tuning and listening in. What's up? <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> I just want to tell the world uh, my plan this week. All right. My plan this week is to not like any thoughtful pictures of women. And so what please I, what I mean at by me thoughtful. thoughtful T-H-O-T. Yeah. What I mean by at thoughtful me is T-H-O-T. I love so thoughts. any ass pictures. Any like where they got the damn leggings pulled up so you can see the vagina print. Any picture like that, I cannot like this week. I love those. So love hopefully those. I'll be honest and tell y'all. If yo, I there's a camel toe Instagram. I don't need to know about oh it. Oh my hey, God, guys, yo. I got to put you on that. <laughs> you be following the dick print shit. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. I follow black men with beard. <laughs>